When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary, scary stories, stories to tell, to on, the tell on the pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things that make you feel scared because they're scary. And it, it's hosted by two people who are scared of things and don't like to feel scared, but love to feel scared, but try to avoid it, but love it more than anything. Do you get it? It's two people, <laughs> two scared people who like being scared, who are scared, but... It's also a comedy podcast, which means that it can be bad, but that's a point. Um, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yes, that's what comedy is. Um, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been friends for almost 15 years now. It's wild. It really is. We're quickly approaching it. Yeah, it's our, it's that, I believe that's the diamond anniversary, 15. <laughs> it's your diamond jubilee is 15 years. <laughs> if you and I just give each other a single huge diamond earring, oh my God. that would be perfect for us. I, think. I can't wait. <laughs> this is good. Um, <laughs> Andrew, um, what, what do you, what do you think? Should we sort of start with a story? Should we get into it? I, I think that would be great. Let's start with a story. It is a Monday. After it's all. a Monday. And on Mondays we have a little, we have a little thing that we like to do, um, mm-hmm. which is, to read a story from the seminal millennial absolute iconic text trilogy of books called not the Lord of the Rings. Get your mind out of the Shire. It's scary stories to tell in the dark. (laughs) These are some scary ass storybooks. You got them at the Scholastic Book Fair. You found them in a library. Uh, They are scary little tales collected by Alvin Schwartz with drawings by Stephen Gamble. And the drawings are way scarier than they need to be. And that's sort of a great it's introduction. It's true. I'm very proud of myself. They go in hard. They do. Yeah, that was perfectly put. Thank you. Um, and again, we, we've been doing this podcast. Podcast? God. Podcast. That was a gaffe. Um, podcast for <laughs> almost two years now, but we are not yet out of stories. It's true. I'm kind of amazed by that, to be honest. It seems impossible. And yet it isn't because today we're reading a story that I didn't realize we hadn't done yet. And I really like this one and it's the springtime, which we've all earned. Yes. And spring is the season for this story. It is called the bad news. <gasps> Leon and Todd loved baseball. When they were young, they had played on the town's baseball team. Leon had been the pitcher, and Todd had played second base. Now that they were a lot older, they spent their free time watching baseball games on TV and talking about baseball. Do you think they play baseball in heaven? Leon asked Todd one day. (laughs) 
What this feels like it's an English tutorial. It very much does. Yeah, like, Leon was wearing yellow pants and a green shirt. Learning to say Leon and Todd love baseball was, I think, the first eight years of Spanish instruction. It was just was mostly like <laughs> baseball, honron, like sort of baseball. You just learn the word baseball five days a week, oh. nine months a year. And then you went into the, the subjunctive and all that stuff. Very a lot of these stories, it's very simple because, again, it was made for children to read out loud to each other. Um, exactly. They loved baseball. Do you think they play baseball in heaven? Leon asked Todd one day. That's a good question, said Todd. The one who gets there first should let the other one know somehow. So considerate. Hey, when we're dead, do you want to tell me about heaven, but only baseball? Not that it exists. <laughs> no, no other mention of the meaning of life or um, what happened to famous celebrities who disappeared. No. I just know about baseball. They have no plan for how to do it. They don't set up about making a, like a fiber optic network that connects to the sky. There's no plan. <laughs> They're just like, we'll figure it out, which I relate to. Um, Deeply. As it turned out, Todd got to heaven first, and Leon waited patiently to hear from him. One day, Leon found Todd sitting in the living room waiting for him. Leon was very excited to see him. What is it like up there, he asked. And what about baseball? Sir, don't, you need to not know. How much do you like baseball? That you see your dead friend yeah. and the first thing you ask is about baseball and not like, what's heaven like? Are you okay? <laughs> this is why men punch holes in walls. You know, we need to be able to express emotions beyond <laughs> beyond baseball. Oh my God. That is sort of like in the, there's a the face chart that says, this is what a happy face looks like. This is what a sad face looks like. This is what a baseball face looks like. <laughs> It is one of the three emotions. Oh my God, you're so right. Like, my friend, I've grieved your loss. I have no one to watch. Ba- uh, what's a, do they get ESPN up there? Oh my God, get it together. Sir, stop caring about baseball. There's a real ghost. You've just received proof of the afterlife. And you're still like, me gusta baseball. Like, stop for one second. Oh, my God. Oh, Leon. Okay. (laughs) He was very excited to see him. What is it like up there, he asked, and what about baseball? (laughs) When it comes to baseball, said Todd, I have some good news and I have some bad news. The good news is that we do play baseball in heaven. We have fine teams. I play second base on my team just like I used to in the old days. That's the good news. What's the bad news? asked Leon. The bad news, said Todd, is that you are scheduled to pitch tomorrow. Wow. Unbelievable. All I can so two things jump out to me, Anna. One is the just in the name Leon. I've always I've always been fascinated by, and the concept of an old old man named Leon. Powerful, like interesting. This man needs to like sit somewhere and just tell stories and like, yes, absolutely direct the room. It means lying. I think. I think you're right. Because it's 
it's I, I feel like like Leonard is a different name than Leon, you know? Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I'm sure they have the same root, but like a Leon and a Leonard, these are not the same men. A Leonard oh, is a go along yeah. to get along. A Leon is, you know, <laughs> he's a lion. Leon calls the shots. Leon calls the shots. Um Leon The other thing is finds oh, out sorry, about please. heaven and doesn't care. That's a Leon. A Leonard would be like, <laughs> well, I need to get my books. <laughs> Um, Apologies to all the Leonards out there, but hey, being book- bookish is fine. Books, Anna ha- and I have, books are good. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, as you're telling the story, Anna, what washes over me is this memory of reading this story and thinking, oh, God, what if heaven is mandatory baseball? Like, <laughs> a- as a kid, that was... You had a you had a gym flashback for this moment. I was... I mean, it's like, I guess I find baseball the most aesthetically pleasing of the sports. Like... As like background or like to go to a baseball game is like, oh, look at the nice lawn. Like that's, that's nice. kind of my feeling. Um, but to participate in baseball, balls coming at you, bats can break and shatter, you know, d- diving is a part of it into dirt. Like all of this stuff is anxiety building for me personally. It's a lot. There's a lot of stains that are possible. Um, <laughs> I I get it. You know, it's tough. And you know what? I do think that if heaven is real, it is like the thing that you like is there, you know, like I don't think That's it would be baseball point, for yes. you. Not that you're ever going to yeah, die because agreed. again, famously we are um, immortal, <laughs> but um, deeply immortal. I do. Uh, I do have the personality of somebody who wears a sweatshirt that says future corpse, but I don't own one <laughs> and I reject the idea that that's going to happen. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> pink hair. Having a sweatshirt that says past corpse. Yeah. Oh, Wow. And that's sort I used of, to be a corpse. That's the level up. Um, My other body died and now I'm in a new one. Made by mushrooms? Girl, stop. <laughs> um, what are we? Jason is beeping on the microwave. He's absolutely beeping away. He's beeping like there's no tomorrow. Jason, it, you know what? Jason's, as Jason's core personality flaw is that he uses all the functions on a microwave and will set it to low. Heat. Do you, does anybody listening to this podcast know how to make it low heat, medium heat, change the power level? He knows all of it. It. I, I am amazed by that, and it is. It is to me um, a skill of Jason's that I'm interested in because it's like I sometimes there will be instructions which would like put this on medium and then low, or then do it for high for two minutes, and I'm just like, we're just gonna put it at whatever it's at and let the chips fall where they. I'm may. gonna blast but- it until it explodes all over the microwave, burns beyond <laughs> edibility, and is frozen in the middle, and that's what it's gonna be. It's like what we've talked but about I- with putting a non dishwasher safe thing in the dishwasher. It's like this is up to you, oh, sink or swim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is this a is this a rule? Wink, wink, or is this a this is gonna shatter and ruin my dishwasher? Right, but you're saying that this is like a a, a, a skill. I think it makes for probably better microwaved food. Well, that this is what bothers me about Jason is that he will invest more time into something to make it better. And I find that to be, um, <laughs> I reject that that is possible. <laughs> I feel bullied by that information. <laughs> um, but back to um, baseball. Um, back to baseball. Yeah. The So, okay, well, let's, let's go through it. Okay. Todd and Leon, I, I I feel that there are certain friendships and I relate to this on a Todd and Leon level. Like there are friendships that I've had with people that do not extend past the things that we both like. (laughs) So like Mm -hmm. we actually, anytime we try to talk about like 
who are you dating? What are your beliefs? It's like, ugh, I don't, ugh. Um, not that there's anything offensive. It's just like, whoa, we have nothing in common. And then when we get back to right. like the the movie Van Helsing, it's like, yes, this is what we are friends about. And like, <laughs> it just seemed like Leon and Todd don't talk about anything except baseball. And I think that's okay. I think that worked for them. Do you relate to that? Yeah, it is true. I do very much so. I mean, I grew up in a in a very sports oriented family, um, and and I think like my brothers certainly like a way that they would access their relationships relationships with each other was often through sports, um, and I think like that was very much the primary conversation. But then as time goes on, like you realize there are other ways to bond with people. But I think there's something very valuable in like finding common interests with people. Chris had when he was a kid was big into aviation and he still has like a bunch of like just aviation friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> His plane buddies. Um, yeah, I think I mean, I guess the closest the closest I get to that is like um to some extent comedy when I was in like middle school and high school, like there was like an improv group in my middle school and my high school and like very fun doing those things with with those people then mm-hmm. got along very well and then we would just go on to our separate lives yes. during the school day Big time. you know it was just like this is a thing we do in this moment um and yeah i wonder i guess that's like a very natural thing it's like you find your hunters and your gatherers and you, you don't necessarily know much else about them yeah you know that's it's gotta be i like baseball there's a saber-toothed tiger you know it's all it's all part of our history as humans. Um, my my contribution when people are like all about sports is that I do love the Ken Burns baseball documentary series. I've never I don't seen know it. why. I know that that is like core. That's like thirty percent of most men's brains is the Ken Burns baseball documentary. I love it. I think what I think the answer is I love hearing old people talk quietly, <laughs> and I love looking at old pictures. Oh my god! If you would like that, then I I went home for Mother's Day yesterday, and there was a great sixty minutes uh, segment about the Ritchie boys, which were <gasps> German Jews mostly who escaped Germany to the U.S., who were then put <sighs> into a special program in World War II. To um, they were trained to be basically interrogators. And Whoa. like, and just like, oh, we need native German speakers to help us talk to the enemy. And like, it, there's a segment of these two men who are 97 and 99, and it's very nice. If you okay, like old men I'm talking gonna, quietly, this is your jam. Look it up. I will be looking that because it's like every every voice is like, like they all have like a licorice hard candy in their yes, mouth. Yes, you know, and it's like, and they're like, I can't. Their even mouth do is it. so it's wet too- and bone dry. It's it's nice. <laughs> Exactly. Um, speaking um, of Anna, what is oh please? Oh no, go ahead. What is scary to you about this story? Um, it's scary to think about the dread of gonna be dead. Um, sort of this is sort of like yes. the appointment where like death is this eventuality that's freaking common for you. Um <laughs> that's scary to me. Um yeah, just also it's scary to see your friend as a ghost in your living room. That scares me. Ghosts in living rooms for Hugely. me, almost as scary as ghosts in a bedroom. Right, because that's where you live and they're dead. And the, excuse me. Yes. This I don't see I don't see you are dead, sir. Sorry, I was gearing up yeah. for a big sassy statement and I couldn't find it. <laughs> 
that was your sugar baker moment, but it was just very short and to the point. Yep. Yep. Um. Um. Yeah, finding a dead friend in a live space is scary. Um. I. I also think. How, I mean, here's the thing. I guess I would rather hear news of my impending death from a fr- from a friend who's already done it. You know. Like, oh, yeah. it's sort of like having a friend who's gotten their learner's permit already. Like, they can just give you the down low of what's going to happen I need that. before you go through it. Yeah, yeah, you really need your friends who are, like, one year ahead of you so you can look at what's coming for you. Like, exactly. I had that with AP stuff and prom and college and, you know, all that stuff. And now it's like, oh, mammograms, you know, that's coming at some point. It's not one year, but the <laughs> idea is, like, somebody one step ahead of you. Like, oh, what's that like? Yes, um, but yeah, is there anything that you want to be in heaven? Um, okay. What I, I, I would love comfortable clothes that look good, <laughs> yeah. you know, high waisted, um, good looking mm-hmm. made in the USA primary color pants. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I want, I want all the people I care about up there. Like that's the, that, that, that was always my thing. Like in Catholic school, like uh, that I was always like, what, I don't want to be some like if there are people I care about who are in hell, like I'm not going to have a good time in heaven, you yeah. know? So like, what's the deal? Like, what's the point? And, and, you know, it was above the, it was above the, um, pay grade of, of my poor Sunday school teachers who were like, I don't, I don't know. We're here. Two popsicle sticks. We're making crosses, <laughs> you know, like that was the. <laughs> okay. Done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can glue it if you want or just hold it. Hold oh it. Oh god, a- we have another 45 minutes. We're watching Veggie Tales again everybody. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that Veggie Tales were Christian until very recently, I have to say. I don't know that Veggie Tales knew it was Christian until Christians were like, this is Christian. When I found out that the two main veggies were both men, I was like, that's how you know it's an evangelical dog whistle. <laughs> when you don't even have women characters at the forefront that is a religious conservative thing <laughs> it i the thing that i remember most i actually was like i aged out of veggie tales like but but it was when there were younger kids they were always kind of on in the background my family was clearly not a veggie tales family but i remember watching in like a, a friend's younger sibling was watching at their house and there was an episode about um easter bunch like chocolate easter bunnies and how like people were worshiping the chocolate easter no. bunny instead of Jesus and I was like I don't think so like I don't think <laughs> I don't think people are like this is all about the chocolate bunny like oh, everybody calm down everybody calm down it's like a, a zombie holiday it's a spooky dead oriented holiday with a lot of murder in it like let us have chocolate <laughs> let them have chocolate to balance it out jeez um, to just forget about Barabbas for a second yeah uh, just the other thing that I find the thing that I find the most scary about this story, honestly, is the illustration. Can we talk about that? Oh, please. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. So it's two. There's no way around it. Skellies, two little mm-hmm. skeleton towns, um, who are in. I'm gonna go ahead and say New York Yankee jerseys. They're in pinstripes, very much so, with long yep. black sleeve tees under, and they're both wearing baseball caps that say C on it. So I guess they're in the Chicago Cubs, and. Uh, <laughs> And the hats are rutted and the sleeves are dripping with Stephen Gamble roots and drips. And the hands are hands. So they're a little bit more corpsey, which is scarier. And then their faces are skulls with really big, chompy 
skeleton teeth that are like, it's almost like a muzzle and it looks like they're yeah, smiling. Begging the question about what these people look like with skin on, you know what I mean? Like oh, these yeah. are some big mouth. Folks. These are mouthed people. Um, and they're both, they're both <laughs> holding little rotten baseball bats over their shoulders. And one is facing the other and the other is facing us. Sort of looks like a Simon and Garfunkel sort of music video. Yeah. Um, it's a really great illustration. And it also, again, where my mind would go as a kid and looking at it is like, Oh God, are we all skeletons in heaven? And that was a bummer to me. That's hard. That's hard to know. Yeah. I know when they said like Leon was sitting in, I found Todd sitting in the living room. I was like, was he a corpse? Was he a skeleton? Was he see through ghost? Um, but I, yeah, I pictured it just as his friend, but it could have been a skeleton. Right. I, 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 do I think this is more, this is more going for the tone of death in the illustration rather than what was literally happening. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but scary. Who are we going to cast in this? Oh my God. This could go so many ways. Um, yeah. Could it be a, you know, a Seth Rogen buddy movie with any number of his people who he pairs up with? It could be. That's true. I know we lean so heavily on Sam Richardson um, in terms of casting, but Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson would be a very fun duo in this. That's nice. That's nice. I'm just thinking of the review um, that said, I love y'all. The The subject was, I love y'all. And then the review was, but your casting is insane or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Listen. Oh, no. Uh, so I was trying oh. to look for the review and I started playing an episode. <laughs> I appreciate that reviewer. And it's, it's true. If we, if they were all home runs baseball, um, then we would be in a different uh, profession, but instead we're giving you full fever dream casting. Yes. Almost every episode. Yes. That's the point. Um, yeah, it could be, um, I could also see this as like Tommy Lee Jones and like Clint Eastwood. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, that, of course they're old. Why didn't I think of that? They old. No one talking they about this. Old. But y'all's casting is wild. Um, so <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, <it makes laughs> me laugh. That's true. It does remind me of my favorite Instagram comment really early in the game. I think it was oh, after yeah. um, we did an episode after our first Paul F. Tompkins episode mm-hmm. when we posted a picture of ourselves. And the comment was just, that what y'all look like? <laughs> yep. And then that person reached out to say like, no, it wasn't a negative thing. It just, And I was like, that's okay. Very sweet. I, it, it was, but it does make me laugh all the time. Cause that is how I feel every time I like when I'm like brushing my hair in the morning, I'm like, that's what I look like. Okay. That's great. That's definitely what I look like. Although I had that anytime I'm on camera for something and then I watch it later, I'm like, Hmm, that what y'all look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Anna, did anything spooky happen to you this week? <laughs> True. Something spooky happened to me this week. Maybe I talked about last week. I can't tell because my brain is absolutely <laughs> rattled. I have shaken baby syndrome from last week, but I <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> something happened to me. I think I already talked about this. I can't stop watching the ring. It's something that's happening to me this week. I don't know what happened. I, I can't stop watching the ring. I can't stop watching the 2002 Naomi Watts vehicle. The ring. Starring Anna. the ring as the ring. I can't stop watching the ring. I don't, I got, I've reached a certain boiling point with stress. And uh, the only thing that can soothe me is a movie that previously yes. was so scary that I couldn't even think about it. And now wow. like 
I think part of it is that Gore Verbinski directed it and he directed Pirates of the Caribbean and is very talented and I uh, love pirates. And yes. there's something about it that like speaks to my, my, the sort of nerdy things that I love. Um, right. I can't stop watching the ring, specifically the, the video from the ring. I've been watching, I don't know what it is. I can't stop watching it. It's horrific. And it doesn't, it doesn't scare me. I just think it's like beautiful and amazing. And I just want to watch it a lot. And I realized like, I am a little lizardy toad. I've always been an eight year old boy. That's just going to be me forever. I like the stupid little lizard things that I like and I will never be cool. And I can talk to cool people all the time. I can talk to them all time, but I, I'm a lizard and I'm a salamander and I'm a toad and I can't stop watching the ring. And that's time. I don't think so, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lizard. I'm a salamander and a toad. Then I can't stop watching the ring. Is is merch. Everything is merch. Oh, my Um, God. I can't. Andrew, I can't. And the boy boy in it is such a hunk. And uh, his name is Martin Henderson. And he is in the Netflix show Virgin River, which (gasps) I can't stop watching either. With starring Annette he's O'Toole as himself. He's so handsome and beautiful. And he What's going on? He looks so scared in a perfect way. And it's like, he's perfectly 2002, where it's like, I love to see a handsome man act scared. That actually healed a part of me. Um, yes. And also, even after he gets the ringed, I still would. You know what I mean? I absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't. Look, I've done worse, you know? Yeah, he it it's he it hasn't had like a full jaw effect on him. It's just kind of smushed his features a bit, just a little bit smushed. Yeah, I would say Amber Tamblin got got treated done much more dirty than than yeah. he did. <laughs> I, it truly to the point I watched it two or three times last week, and uh, every time I see the the shot of her in the closet, I am jolted. So scary! It's unbelievable. Um, the way that her head tips forward is like absolutely an attack and unnecessary and i was already uh, scared um and the sound cue with it it's very scary very scary um really good sound the editor for that movie is amazing and he's done a million things he works a lot with gore yeah. um but anyway Andrew, really did well anything done. spooky happen to you this week let's see well i so i'm i'm a new owner of the wga health insurance plan Woo! which is great yes um, I think, but, but now I have to go to the doctor a bunch, you know, to, like, you know, like that's the push and pull of it. And, um, so I went to the dermatologist because skin cancer runs heavily in my family. Mm. Um, and I've already gotten a spot on my, on my back. Oh. And so immediately when I went this time and fingers crossed everybody, um, but the, the dermatologist who was great was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm seeing some biopsies I want to take right now. <laughs> she was just like immediately like. She was like, it just, you know what? It runs in your family. Let's just, let's just, um, she was like, I'm very liberal with biopsies. Oh my God. Liberal with biopsies. (laughs) Um, And and again, but I will say remarkably, she like didn't feel a thing um, for any of them, which was very impressive, but she was having this conversation. (laughs) She was, you know, she was like, what do you write on? And I was like, oh, well, the most recent thing is the show Miracle Workers. And she was like, I love Miracle Workers. And that was nice. (laughs) And but as this conversation was happening, if anyone is squeamish, this is a caution warning, and you can stop listening. You have full permission. Um, everybody gone. Okay. So as this was happening, she was cauterizing <gasps> the spot where the biopsies oh. had happened, 
and I could see smoke and smell my body burning. Unbelievable. This was not this was not a St. Agatha situation. You knew what was this happening. This was not a didn't feel anything, but could. But when you see the smoke, I really was like, okay, this is hard. Um, <laughs> I am not fortuitous enough to deal with this. Aren't doctors amazing that they can just do that? Unbelievable. I don't like peeling the membrane off a chicken cutlet. How am I going to cauterize a wound I just made? <sighs> Unbelievable. Um, anyway. Well, we're all doing good is the, is the, is the point. <laughs> Um, Anna, before we go, we have a little news to share with everybody. So tiny, um, little, little. And what's happening is uh, our date releases, up until now, we've released on Mondays and Wednesdays. But from next week on, it's going to be Wednesdays and Fridays, baby. <gasps> oh, my God, Andrew, people are freaking out. I know. I mean, imagine this show leading you into your weekend. I think that's kind of exciting. Wow. We're, we're going to be different people altogether. Now, the question is, <laughs> does the Wednesday stay as an urban legisode or will that be a Monday? I think it does. I think it has to. I think it has I to. It kind of yeah. has to. I mean, we'll let Forever Dog sort of wrestle us on that, but. Yeah, Daddy Podcast Network. Daddy Podcast. Um, we have to sit on their lap <laughs> once a month, um, but. Um, and we whisper what we would like into their ear and then they tell us what they can get. I think it'll be fun. I, You know, a Monday is yeah. hard. A Monday's a lot. And you know what? If you like it still on Monday, then you can just keep your Friday episode until Monday. Something think That's about. a very good point. Something think about. Yeah. Some, wow. Somebody think about indeed. Yeah. Um, and you know what else you can think about? Get, get out. out. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.